þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. Australia is made possible because of you, our listeners, and all of our valued supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to support us and keep this show getting even better, please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com. Yeah, that was good, Jonathan. I was going to interrupt you, but I couldn't come up with a funny bit. Evening! Wow, what a, 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 a genuine uh, response to our entrance to the stage. Wow! How is everybody going tonight? You have been waiting for so long. Yes, are we all having a good Wednesday? It's a Wednesday, isn't it? Yes, are we all having a good Wednesday? Yay! You can tell you work in comedy when you don't know what day it is. Uh, what day? Yeah, it's Wednesday. Yeah, it's yes, Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> I, I our neighbor think. upstairs is snoring very melodically. He's dreaming he's a pirate. Do you know, apparently I kind of did that in a nightmare the other night. What? Yeah, like I, I, I had like a nightmare where I freaked out. I do remember the dream, the dream, which I know I'm breaking a cardinal rule. You should never tell anybody about your dreams. As our good friend Sjola oh, Lube's daughter says, yes. nobody cares. No, thi- um, here's, the thing, here's the thing about telling people about your dreams. Yeah. Don't tell them that they are your dreams. Just go and say it like it happened. Like, hey, I had sex with your mom last night. Something like, oh. something like that. For example, I had, a, I had like a nightmare. I, 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 uh, I had a cold. I still have a cold. I will have the sniffles throughout this podcast. Yeah. It's not... the because I had coke back in the uh, back room. But the thing is, I dreamt that uh, in a, I had a fever dream mm-hmm. and I dreamt that I, were ki- I was killing old people. Oh, so I could have like a mercy th- killing? No, just like in it was like a game show. I was just, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, it was a game show. I was like, it sounds Japanese. It was very Japanese, except it was Icelandic uh, old people, and I was chasing them around with a shotgun. And I could also find, I had been playing a lot of video games. I could also find like ninja stars and stuff like that. And, and I just and kept on up. dreaming yeah. about killing old people. And then I kept on waking up, thinking that dream was over, but it, it was still in that dream. You so were I still ca- yeah, oh. and then an old person attacked me. They were attacking me, by the way, but they didn't have weapons. They were naked. So I just used the baseball bat. I had, like, an every... It is like a rabbit's hole of Freudian things going on here, isn't it? Yes. Naked old people, you know... Naked old people. Killing them. They're naked. They're yes, old. Yes. You're turning 40. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just in this dream where I was I took on the identity of someone I never met who was dead. Mm-hmm. And and all I knew about him was that he had a hunch and was tall. So oh. I was walking tall with a hunch. So you imitated the disabled person. And his whole yeah, and his whole family accepted that I was him because they hadn't seen him for years. But then his ghost walked in 
and was pissed no, off. No, and his no, ghost, no. like I remember seeing his ghost and going, now that's a hunch. No, this is a Shakespeare play. And I think. He probably. But yes. he like fully lunged at me and attacked me. And then I like screamed in my sleep and was like night terror woken awake. Yeah, well, yeah, I should have been in your dream because I'm very skilled at killing disabled people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but how's your week been? Uh, I, I, I I got sick uh, a few days ago, and then I got sicker. That's basically it. It's my uh, body reminding me that I am declining as a, in th- this human vessel is declining. I've been watching a lot of Scientology documentaries, so yeah. when you say this human vessel, it oh yeah, yeah, yeah. reminds uh, me of L. Ron Hubbard, like he chooses to leave his body. Cho- well, it was an ugly body. It was. It yes. was a very, and he had this weird kind of rancid looking mouth, didn't he? Yeah. And he had he had that kind of ashes like this when he spoke. His like his entire body was occupied by like five hundred different alien souls. Thetans. Thetans. Yes. They were just waiting for a chance to ditch that. And shit. they they were just waiting, and, 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 you know, a stroke set them free. <laughs> uh, yes, we're talking about the ki- dead old people. Dead this old is people. Australia. It's, 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 it's not the funniest start to the show, no. But it's it's been an interesting couple of weeks in politics, in the world, and I think it's, it's, uh, it's yes. a scary time to be alive. It is. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like it's like everything is like in the bi- uh, the opening credits to Dawn of the Dead remake right now. It is yes. really. It's like if you if you took any news sequence right now and and just like put it to the sound of a Johnny Cash song of like when the man comes around, mm-hmm. you could have a, a future zombie film. Mm-hmm. For real. And the whirlwind is in the thorn trees. You should just have that Grab over by the, the pussy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh right God. in there. Yes. Oh God! Let us not talk about the real world right no. now. Well, no. Well, that's what I, I was. I was going to say. You know, I think we need more laughter. Yeah. So, so you know, what what good uh, things have happened? Let's talk about the fact that we haven't done a live show since when? Since the incident. Since the incident. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think we should address. We the should incident. address this. So we've we've actually both been very nervous backstage because we did a big series of these live shows. Uh, and uh, and then we had an evening. Oh, they w- they had a really good run. It was like we had a, like this positive dance, not talking about killing old people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was really good. And then, uh, what happened? The what happened? I got blackout drunk during a show. I am actually I I tip my hat to you because how you did I didn't realize until later you didn't remember a single minute Nothing. of that show. You were there. I was here, but I wasn't here. You were there the whole time. You yep. had like comebacks to my jokes. You had singers, and you would like, you were flatlining the yeah, whole time. Yeah, yeah, it was like on the inside of my head, it was the the emergency broadcast signal, you know, just yeah. like. <laughs> Everything is gone. Like there was just a donkey circling a tree inside my brain, and I had no memory of the incident. Then we had a fight. Yeah, well, yes. Uh, It was a very short fight because we had this whole uh, podcast, and you got more and more drunk, although you were in the black. You were drunk from the beginning. Yeah. But I didn't realize until like (laughs) halfway through. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a great actor. (laughs) You are. It's it was amazing. It was like fascinating, and uh, and then like when we were doing the ants of agony, where uh, 
uh, where people ask us like to solve their personal problems, and w I remember like one w like one of the um, notes said, uh, "Me and my husband are actually trying to have a threesome with someone, but we have uh, no idea on how to approach him." Just ask them. <laughs> you just said, "Just ask them." What are you afraid of? Shut up! Fuck you. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, "Please be nice, Jonathan." Wow. You, you haven't listened. I told you to listen I've to it. No, yeah. he, he keeps telling me I need to listen to that episode, and I just I can't bring myself to do it. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I don't, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, 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 probably. But it's, it's interesting. And then we went to the back, uh, to the back room, and I, uh, I uh, gave you, you a, had sco words. a scolding. And that's when my memory came back. That's, that's the one thing you can remember. I can remember we being scolded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes, because I've never been angry at you before. No, no, and I've never. I was like, I was very weirded out by it, and I yeah, apologized. Then I went to pee. Then I changed my mind. Yes, yes. I, yeah, I, I. We went back there, and I said you were being, you were, you were extremely drunk and extremely negative, Jonathan. You said, was I? And then you went to the back. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said, was I? Oh, I'm sorry about that. And then I went to pee. Yeah. And while I was peeing, I had this drunken thought of, I'm not sorry. <laughs> and so then I came back and said to you, I'm not sorry. Yeah. It was your fault. I didn't want to do this anyway. And I said, let's talk about this when we're not drunk. Uh, but then later, it was very adorable. You sent me a... I sent you a, a long text message yeah, apologizing. Yeah, a very yeah. long and a very drunk apology. Yes. So that you to also apologize in that state meant a lot to me. Yeah. And then that then I avoided you for a day and a half. Yes. <laughs> in true Icelandic fashion. And uh, for a, uh, for a day and a half, I thought, oh, I hope he's suffering. <laughs> and I was. I was. I basically felt sorry for myself. I cleaned my entire apartment and watched. Law and order on the couch. Mm. Dum and dum dum dum. And every time the dum dum when I sh I, I just thought I should stop watching the show. Mm. It's just making me more anxious. Mm -hmm. Every time I hear dum dum <laughs> These are their stories. Dum dum <laughs> You know, it's uh, uh but then we went we went to say this theater and then we, we made up. Yeah, uh, yeah made out. <laughs> made up. Yes, yes, yes. I, I was just To my knowledge you and I have never uh, made out. No, yeah, I was just thinking that you remember thing from our mushroom trips uh, that I didn't. But we did have <laughs> a mushroom trip in the mountain. That uh, because um uh yeah, because in that actually when we were doing the drunk podcast, yes. I I told you you should try mushrooms and yes. you said maybe I will. Maybe not. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, our sound guy, he sent me a message later on and said, Jonathan needs to try mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch is too uptight. <laughs> yeah. But not like in Seydersfjord, up on the mountain. So we went on the mountain. Yes. And I gave you, I gave you some mushrooms. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like I gave you a disease. <laughs> <laughs> remember it's like it follows. You have yeah. to give it to someone else. Remember when we went up on the mountain and I gave you mushrooms? I'll never forget it. Yes, you still have them. I still have them. Yes, you never get rid of Occasionally them. Occasionally you get a mushroom flare up. Yes. <laughs> it is like herpes or flockering. You can never get rid <laughs> of it. Do you, do you remember the moment when you, like, did you notice when I fully was into it? Oh, yes, it was beautiful. 
Oh, God. I've never so asked nice. you this. I, I like, I, I, uh, I remember we were at the spa in Seyesfjörður and I had those mushrooms. I went to the bathroom to cut them up to make them uh, like not look like mushrooms because they're gross. So it looked just like uh, 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 some uh, powder. Uh-huh. And we ate that. Uh, and then we went up on the mountain and like on the way to our mountain it started to look like a video game it's like whoa these are good, good some good graphics <laughs> and uh, it is it's like <laughs> the ones that just whoa. go past you some real yeah, good yeah, yeah. layers in this photoshop yeah. uh, and uh, so we found found, uh, found a rock <laughs> or, or like just a piece of the mountain where it was where it was easier to sit yeah. than the other pieces of yeah, the mountain yeah 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 <laughs> and uh, when you found like this fl one flower oh yeah the buttercup yeah. the buttercup <laughs> which you kept referring to the buttercup <laughs> oh look at this buttercup it has hairs <laughs> and each hair has a purpose and I thought we have arrived <laughs> <laughs> I remember that sentence I said yeah. this flower each it has all these hairs on it, and each one has a purpose. Yeah, but and what there are, are thousands of hairs. Well, they they help move it because I, I used to really be into plants. The hairs help sense where the sunlight is, so ah, that it can move to get yes. the sunlight. Yes. Um, and each one had a purpose, and it was hundreds of hairs on this one flower, which was yeah. part of millions. You were of about flowers. to explain that to me, like because of the weight that cloud looks yeah. like <laughs> the alien from Arrival. <laughs> because it did, it did look the like The clouds looked like heptapods, they did. But yeah. I remember it finishing that sentence with, we're on top of this mountain and each of these hairs has a purpose and it's on part of one of these flowers. There was millions of flowers and we worry that people won't pay enough to see our comedy. Yeah. Nothing matters. Yes, I remember, I remember when you realized nothing matters, that was also a beautiful moment. When we came from the mountain and were walking uh, down by the harbor, mm -hmm. we, were just, we were just basically walking everywhere that people weren't. Yes. So whenever people got close, we went to a different location in town. And... Uh, and you had a cigarette. Can I have a cigarette? And I, uh, I didn't ma mean to make uh, your impression <laughs> <laughs> look so uh, <coughs> camp. But um, uh, you said, can I have a cigarette? And uh, <laughs> Pilgrim. <laughs> hey, can I have a cigarette, Pilgrim? <laughs> and I, you sure can, buddy old pal, old buddy old pal. And I gave you, I rolled a cigarette like, <laughs> and I gave it to you. And uh, you smoke, uh, smoke like half of it, and then the wind, which has a purpose, the wind uh, like blew it out of your hand. And like you said, oh, I lost my cigarette. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and then we kept repeating it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> None it of doesn't it. Ma no it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. matters. It's like now you're getting it, Jonathan. Yes. Yes, yes John Padawan. Nothing matters. It's Nothing true. really matters. Anyone can see. So I think that's that's the preface of why we were so nervous about doing a live, because the last time we did a live podcast, it didn't end well. Uh, but tonight is going to be different because you are turning 40. And on that note, it's I am an Australian. And I am Icelandic. And together we are... Australia! Australia, Australia, Australia.
of mushrooms. Yes. <laughs> ah. Ah. Do you think this is going to be a good one or an embarrassing one or like a sad one? I don't think it's going to be sad. No. I think it's going to be reminiscent. Reminiscent. We've done a lot of things on this stage. Yes, we have done drugs on this stage. Yes. Do you remember when we did poppers? That's the drugs that we did. That's yeah. the one drug. That, that was we a did weird episode. Yes. Was very it strange. I think it might have been the one time in actual the history of podcasts when somebody did drugs live like a poppers live. Yeah. Like uh, everyone has done drugs uh, in front of an audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just yeah. ask Elton John. True. Uh, I'm sure he's done poppers in front of it. I'm sure Bette Midler's done poppers in front of an audience. She oh used right. to perform in bathhouses. All right. So she used to throw oh poppers wait, out. Wait, explain that to me. See, the, uh, there are poppers in, uh, like, yes, bathhouses. Yeah, yes. because remember, what are poppers good for? Helping butts be ready for Yes, bathhouses yeah. is the... the like a sauna. Like just, it's just like a walk-in gay orgy. Yeah, yes. pretty much. Yes. It's you walk in, you get a key. Have have I explained how it works to you before? You have, but I just got lost in just uh, uh, images of swinging You get a key and a locker, and you just, like, you you get changed into a towel, and then you just walk down, and people have sex with each other. And sometimes they just sit and enjoy the sauna. Sometimes they sit and enjoy the sauna on a penis, you know? (laughs) And and Beth Midler used to perform in front. That's of where she started. Oh, really? So did Barbara Streisand, because a lot of the the bathhouses in New York at the time like used to have like uh, uh, musical performers, because they it was a big thing to bring people in when they got bored or needed a rest from the sex, because um, you know sometimes friction. Yeah, yeah, when you get yeah. bored. Yeah, when you get bored from all the sex, because yes. like, because they used to have things like buffets, you know, <laughs> they used to have like, it was like a resort, but like everyone's fucking each other, and so, so there are there are buffets in the bathhouses. So I don't think so anymore. No. I think I think like food, health, and safety was different in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, you could go like have all the sex you dreamt of. And then go to a buffet and go like, yeah. what? No shrimp? So basically, it's like a pool party with sex. Yeah, okay. And also with Beth Midler or Barbara and, But Streisand. she wasn't Beth Midler back then. Like, she was just like this woman who would perform at bathhouses. But she's very popular in the gay community. Is it because she's... I think so. But really? the same that, with... That can't be the only Like, reason. Barbara Streisand used to just play piano in, like, little gay bars and So, stuff like, and a lot of gay people saw her later just p- perform in a regular non-sex place. Yeah. And I thought, oh, she reminds me of oh, that. She when reminds I me of that chick who used to give me poppers while I was, 
you know, blowing some guy in the front oh, row. Oh, yeah, so yeah. it's just like a Pavlovian dog thing. Yes. yes. Yeah, it just <laughs> gets him <laughs> salivating. <laughs> but, I mean, the same with, like, Lady Gaga as well. What? Really? Well, she didn't do bathhouses, but she used to, like, do these little tiny cabaret burlesque clubs. Actually, our friend, Makamok, does yes. anyone know her? <laughs> yes. She uh, She's a burlesque performer here in Iceland. And uh, I heard a story that when she w- years ago, before Lady Gaga was famous, she met this young girl named Stephanie in New York at one of the clubs, and you know was hang- hanging out with her and giving her little tips about stuff. And then Stephanie became Lady Gaga. Okay, mm. cool story, bro. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but anyway, why, I why are we talking about the bathhouses? I don't know. I don't know yes. bathhouses. Poppers. We did poppers yes, on yes. stage. Yes, yes. We did poppers. It was funny. It is the in the episode the night of the poppers, uh, where I actually had poppers, which I bought whenever I go abroad and there are porn stores. You buy I poppers. I buy poppers, uh, and they so they're usually used to make. See, this was the thing when I first was with you when you bought poppers. We yeah. were in San Francisco. You said finally. Yeah, big. Well. <laughs> But, but we were we were in San Francisco with Bilgia and we were about to go to a gay club and you started sniffing this bottle and I went, do you have poppers? And you said yes. I was no, like, I probably said yes. And I said, why? Because I didn't know straight people used them. We use it for the moment of extreme high. And just oh. because when you do it like we did live, we just started laughing. Like we were, it, we, it's it's we funny. Temporarily yeah. retarded. And it's have you it's ever it's used them during thing. sex? I have not. It is very. That's what they're intended for. Yeah. 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 That's it. It it just opens everything up like a flower in spring. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Okay. Like a beautiful flower. Um. But uh, uh, we've also done a lip sync battle on this stage and a dance, the contemporary dance off. We did the contemporary dance off. Oh, once. we did the lip sync battle in another venue. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did the dance off. Uh, uh, for uh, Swala song. We did, which the is paper. called Paper. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Uh, th- I think I won that, by the way. I think you did win it by mm-hmm. a mile. But ha- I think it's th- I think it's time we did our first segment. The Embarrassment of, of the, the week. week. This is where we both share something embarrassing. Please tell me about your embarrassment, my brother. I have two this week. The yeah. first uh, happened last night. I had my first elderly person injury uh, which oh, oh, oh I had dreamt about something like that <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid so as you know like I've, I've moved into a new apartment uh, and it's it's a bit further downtown mm-hmm. and uh, I am a, I as I've gotten older I've noticed I need to pee more frequently during the night ah. I know that feeling. I never used to, and now I have to get there because, you know, I am over 30, which in gay years makes me 73. Um, and uh, I, I got up to go pee, and I came back to bed, and I was trying to be all quiet because my boyfriend had to get up at, like, 6 a.m., and I'm sneaking through the bedroom, mm-hmm. and I just went, like, smack, like it, it, there was a loud crack. I busted my knee on the end of the bed, and Ugh. all I could think to do was, you know when you've hurt yourself super bad, but you don't want to make any sound? So I basically spent 10 minutes going I know that feeling. 
Oh. Oh. So he sounded like a Japanese ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and your boyfriend must have been terrified. He's like. Oh. <laughs> and then I heard this. Is everything all right? <laughs> well, actually, it was in French. You know, is everything okay? <laughs> and I said, I'm fine. Uh, but I've been limping all day because of it. Oh, really? And I've never had that happen. I've never, like, busted myself on... I'm usually really good at seeing you things You never in injured dark. yourself on your way or on your way from... From uh, or back to bed. Really? Like, even if I, like... You have lived a sheltered life, my <laughs> friend. But I was... Did you never have Lego bricks at all as a child? I did, but they were always assembled. Oh, yes. I forgot. You were uh, gay. So... Um, <laughs> But yeah. the the main embarrassment I had. So for anyone who who actually here who is already a listener to Australia, give us a shout out if you are. Okay, so for those who listened last week, uh, just do you the, I told you the story about the girl who faked cancer, right? Okay, I'll give you a little quick up to speed. There was this very famous uh, news story in Australia about this woman who started a whole app built an empire based on the fact that she had in goose feet incurable brain cancer and cured it with uh, a good diet, exercise, and positive thinking. Turns out she never had brain cancer, and I used to teach her acting. Uh, back when I was an after-school acting teacher, her name is Belle Gibson. Look it up. It's a true story. Her name is Belle Gibson. Belle Annabelle. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 Bell okay. Gib Bell. She went by Bell <laughs> Gibson, uh, and she. I mean, she's a despicable human being. But yes. I mean, she no. took. And Mel Gibson isn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you know, she's a fake cancer victim. He hates Jews. They should just meet each other. Um. Uh, but okay. So since we spoke, I posted about it. Because I used to teach this girl, and I, I started remembering other things about mm -hmm. her. Like you taught her to lie. I taught her to you lie. You made her. You created the monster. I I hope I didn't create the monster. Yeah. But here's the thing: I got contacted by a PR representative in Australia, uh, who said to me, "Oh, you used to teach her acting. That's a really sellable story." There's more. Uh, he said, oh, I'm, I've been in touch with a few news agencies. Um, you know, uh, would you be willing to talk to them and they'd probably pay you to talk about what it was like teaching her acting as a teenager? And I just said to him, sure, whatever. Yes, of course. Do you know how much people are willing to pay for selling out? Uh, you have a new apartment right now. <laughs> But, like, I, okay, so I, I barely, like, she was the kind of girl, I think I mentioned in the episode, where you, I avoided her because she was so elaborate with stories that as a, as a person teaching kids, you're like, I don't want to be left alone a in a room with you. All right. You know, so I avoided her at all costs. Yes. But I remember I barely knew, like, I probably taught her a few lessons after school in acting and then spent five maybe 10 days with her at a, a summer camp, mm. right? Yeah. And they're willing to pay me two and a half thousand Australian dollars. How much is that in Islandsku? 
that is like uh, 220,000 Icelandic kroner. That's good. For three quotes. For three quotes? And a picture. Like, it can technically be. I don't three have to write sentences. anything. I can basically just give them three comments. Yeah. And you could bullshit the whole time and yep. still be better than her. Yeah, I know. So what did you do? I'm going to do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, the, the guy came back to me and said, uh, you know, here's what they're willing to pay. And he's, he's like, he, he does this kind of stuff, so he just frames it and sells stories. Mm. And honestly, for me, I, I, he was like, here's how much they're going to pay. And my response to him was, I don't give a shit how much it is. I'm solely doing this to see what the experience of selling out somebody's story is like. Because right, yeah. that is stand-up gold. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, uh, so you have, have you decided what you're going to say? Yep. Yeah. Um, I've, been, I've been encouraged uh, to focus on, on the, the, you know, the real issue, which is that I am She angered. was a quiet girl. She was a quiet girl. They always say that. She was a, but I honestly, she was, she was a boring, she was an uninteresting girl. Mm-hmm who made her stories seem more elaborate than they were and straight away as the grown-up in the situation, you're like, there's no way that's true. Mm-hmm. There's no way that you've had all of these things happen to you in your life and you're still sitting here able to talk. You know, like, it, it, I, I don't want to go too much into it, but she, she made up a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the big things she was already saying back then was her mm-hmm. mother was a raging alcoholic. And her brother was autistic. Mm-hmm. He's not. Oh. He's been in interviews after the fact, just going, "Hi, <laughs> I don't have autism." Like, it, it, like she's been making up shit her whole life. And I've I've been binge watching her sixty minutes interview for the last week. If you can do yourself a favor, go on YouTube and watch sixty minutes Australia, Bell Gibson. It's hilarious. Because the the newsreader is not having any of her bullshit. Like, it's one of those interviews where she lists off all this stuff. And you say you had this cancer and you never went and saw a doctor. And and so who diagnosed you with this? And then she starts to talk to the newsreader. The newsreader goes, oh, Belle. Oh, no. Oh, why? Like, you know, the, the person interviewing her is like, oh, well. And uh, I just want to know who was the person who instructed her that it was a good idea to go on 60 Minutes in the first place? Well, if she would have uh, spent more time in your class, maybe you would have been that person. Maybe. I probably would have been. How long have, how long have we got to uh, We have it? an hour and six minutes until I turn <gasps> 40. Should I put a timer on I or something? I think you should. Okay. Are uh, we excited about that? Um, uh, but that was that was my my embarrassment of the week is that I am uh, I'm I'm a disgusting human being who's willing to sell out someone else's story okay. for financial gain, and actually more it's just so that I can say that I did it uh, because my comedy well has become dry. Oh yeah, I know that feeling. I have nothing to. Well, that's my embarrassment really. The embarrassment of my week is the embarrassment of I'm becoming forty and I n- don't know how to feel about it really. Really? Yeah. I have I think I'm closing in on a midlife like a crisis. crisis. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I am um, the thing is um I remember back when uh, back uh, back in 2016 when uh, I was uh, I knew you then. <laughs> yes. 
and I would I did a lot of partying, mm-hmm. and uh, I I just I remember towards like like the last months of that year, I kept thinking you have to stop partying before forty because you don't want to be the old guy at the, the party. <laughs> yes, because everybody knows the old guy at the bar, and I was not only the old guy at the bar, I was also the old guy at the party. Yeah. And sometimes I was the old guy who had the party. I said, hey, everybody, let's go to my place. It was There was always an after party at your place. Yes, yeah. there was a lot of time there was an after party at my place. And that's where I started feeling uh, really old because... I have this playlist of uh, my uh, my awesome party songs, and uh, people started asking for like, can I can you put uh, uh, Aaron Khan on? Uh, and uh, I said I started no no I'm not gonna put Aaron Khan on. Aaron Khan is uh, can somebody explain what Aaron Khan is? <laughs> oh sorry, did you say a douchebag? <laughs> He's a child. <laughs> Is he? Did he go for Eurovision last year? Um, I don't think so. But he's like one of the like the. He's the like a Bieber. Yeah, it, but well, the rappers are getting younger. He wa- he was the youngest like hip hop artist, and then the B O B A guys came, and today this one eleven year old like nine year old kid came, and it was very adorable. Played the song three times in a row, but I'm not going to play it in after party because that's creepy. Uh, and that's what I thought when people were asking me for Aaron Khan, like, yes, no, I'm not going to play Aaron Khan here because it's creepy enough that I'm inviting you guys to an after party if I actually had, hey, kids, come to my party. I have Aaron Khan. (laughs) 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 That's just 15 minutes. That's that's just a quarter away from being a guy in a van with a candy bar. So... (laughs) Dressed uh, as a clown. <laughs> yeah, dressed as a clown, yeah. yes. We all float down here. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so I... Uh, I've got Aaron Can, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> why does he Can sound... Can you hear him? Aaron Can? Why does he sound like Yoda? <laughs> uh, he does. The It Clown, the uh, Pennywise, does sound like Yoda these days. He does? He does? Yes, yes. Mm. But I... Yeah, the, uh, so those uh, parties... Had me fe- left me feeling a bit old, mm. and also like um, people judging me of having like old old timey music like Skunk and Nancy and stuff like that. Yeah. Is that old timey now? Yes, yeah, Skunk and Nancy and Snoop Dogg. That's just oh, old timey music. Oh, go fuck yourself, millennials! <laughs> no. Yeah. I remember thirties uh, Nadia. She was in. Yeah. She she is a judgy little woman. <laughs> Uh, and she said, I, uh, like, I, I think I just put on the, like, uh, uh, the DJ God, or Shuffle, as it is called, and uh, some, um, I think, an 80s song came on, mm-hmm. I think, uh, Hugh Lewis and the News. Yeah. Uh, but she said, oh, let's have something that's not from the 70s, old man. And I thought... She's older than me. Yeah, she, she was born in the early 80s. She reminded me of the fact that this is what uh, some of the young people do these days. They actually like, hey, you're o- they make fun of you for being old, mm. which is the most ridiculous thing you can do while being young because it will happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, it's like a, si- like a stage one syphilis 
uh, person, <laughs> person laughing at someone in stage three. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're seeing things. Yeah. I just have a painless sore on my dick. <laughs> yeah, so that's ridiculous. it. So, but I have been doing a lot of reflection over my life because, uh, you know, obviously my life will start ending uh, uh, after midnight. Yep. And um, uh, so I thought, I, I was thinking maybe I should just, just try to find the most embarrassing uh, thing that happened to me in my life. In your entire yes. life? In, in 40 almost years? Yes, in uh, 40 years. And I have not been paying attention to my life because I can't remember anything that, like, it's funny, when you go over your life, you don't remember the most horrible things because that's just your brain. You block them out. Yeah, yeah. your brain is protecting yourself uh, from yourself. Unless they're particularly traumatic, like the time I wet myself on stage while singing I Can Sing a Rainbow in the middle of a shopping center when I was six years old and I didn't sing again until I was 15. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, well, you should try to get over that, Jonathan. So, uh, I'm talking about my embarrassment. Sorry. Uh, uh, th but th for some reason, the only, like, the most embarrassing thing I can remember is uh, when I was in Autendebecker. What's that? That's uh, eighth. Eighth grade, yes. okay, okay. And uh, I, the yeah, thing is, I was brought up in a, a, a hippie school co called Vestubaiaskoli. <laughs> and I didn't realize it was a hippie school until mm -hmm. I went to Hagaskoli, which is uh, hell on earth. <laughs> but uh, in the hippie school, they didn't have grades or, or tests or anything. That oh, was it yes. like Montessori schools where you just learn at your own pace <laughs> and you, you're like, well, today's project, children, is going to be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> Manifest destiny. Pretty like much, pretty much. Oh. Uh, uh, I remember actually, like in the last few weeks of Westerbyskole, they had to take actual tests. And I did, what is this? And they said, this is what you're going to do for the <laughs> next seven years. But uh, so what I did was I uh, went to Hagaskole. And that was like, that was hell because it was just discipline in every class and it was jungle in every hallway. So you were just bullied in every hallway, pushed around and punched. Aww. And then you went into uh, the class and you had to actually just study and not just draw a picture and be creative. So I remember this one moment and it's not, it's not um, a special moment at all, but I remember being uh, uh, in there just writing my uh, project with everyone else. Mm -hmm. We're all looking like uh, extras in uh, another brick in the wall. And uh, I was, I said, I, th I really had to go to the bathroom. <gasps> and uh, I, uh, I remember I was actually, I told my psychiatrist, about, psy psychologist, which is the... Which the one doesn't drug you? Which, which is the giver of drugs and which... Psychiatrist. Is the that's the giver of drugs. Yeah. And which is the listener of problems. Psychiatrist. Psychologist. Okay. Psychologist. Yeah. That's the one who listens to yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was at a psychologist and I told him about this. Yes, this, uh, this, this, uh, this, uh, this, this uh, traumatized me. It scarred me for life. He, he said, what? What? And the fact is, uh, the only thing that scared me was that I had to go to the bathroom, and I, uh, and I can I go to the bathroom? My teacher says yes, sure. And I stood up and went towards the door, and for some reason I couldn't open the door, 
and like 30 people in my class were watching me while I was trying to open a door, <sighs> while I was trying to do a thing I should have learned, um, I think, th three years old. And uh, I couldn't do it, like, it doesn't work. Yeah, just push it down and pull it. Yeah, I am doing that. I, re I remember this, this main bully of the class, he was, who, was, who was doing like a face palm, and just like, like said like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and this Jesus Christ just echoed in my brain forever, this th him saying that. And I was at my psychologist, psychologist and uh, I was telling him about this, and he said, well, really, that's, he was a very, he had a good sense of humor. And uh, he's uh, like, okay, so that's what you find most embarrassing about you. Like, that's your most embarrassing memory. Yeah, because I was expecting you to say that you wet yeah, yourself. No, 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 that didn't it's happen. It's just, you just I, couldn't I open a door. I couldn't door. open up a door. <laughs> wow. But what happened is, uh, I had to go to the bathroom while being at that psychologist. And you couldn't open the door. And I couldn't open the door. Oh. And while I was trying to open the door, my psychologist said, Jesus <laughs> Well, there's mm -hmm. other, uh, any other things you've been regretting or, or looking forward to turning 40 about? Uh, yes, I, uh, I, I look... Uh, no, I, I don't know what to look forward to. What is, is there anybody uh, uh, that's older than 40? Uh, in, in the here? audience, anyone over 40 oh, tonight? Of not, because you, know, you lose all hope. And why would you leave the apartment? But you're so so. I mean, you've done you've done some amazing things. You're you're forty. Um, you don't have a driver's license. <laughs> uh, you've never owned a house. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just going through the checklist of things my mother would be disappointed yeah. at. Huh? Oh yeah yeah yeah. You're childless, yes. which is actually in in Iceland that should be rewarded? Yes. Woo. No, I mean uh, they p keep telling you uh, so like some people that uh, are convincing you to have uh, uh, children. Yep. Uh, the main argument is that you, you don't want to die alone, but I'm not going to die alone because I will die in the future and then we will have virtual reality. And also what does dying alone mean? Really, if we're going that deep. In a cave. Yeah. Like when someone says, I don't want to die alone, I was like, well, good. Yeah, You know, I'm, I'm glad you're not living in a cave next to, like, uh, woolly mammoths. Like, the, what is the opposite of dying alone? Dying with somebody? At the same time? Yeah, let's come with me. Yeah, but <laughs> I feel that uh, that makes dying competitive. You know, like... Yeah. It was like, no, you die first. No, you die first. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's you hang up. That's, ro that's romantic. That's like, Is like, you no, you hang up. Exactly. No, you hang no, up. No, you, no, you die. hang up. <laughs> yeah. You died. I can't oh. believe you did that. Uh, I, is it time for Gay It To Me? Yes, Gay It To Me Straight. It's time for Gay, gay It To Me Straight. Gay It To Me Straight. Where we can ask... <laughs> Each other, whatever about being gay or straight, and it doesn't matter. Do you want me to start? Yes, you can start with the uh, straight thing. Okay. The mysteries of straightness. Okay, so my question was, I remember as a young teenager battling with my sexuality, um, I would sometimes hear what is perceived as very gay music and be into it and be afraid to be into it because it was gay music. Oh, okay. Yes, like... You know, Kylie Minogue would come on the radio singing 
one of the most difficult songs to ever write, La La La. Yes. Or like a bit of rock set when I was younger, or, yeah. or you know. Na 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 Songwriting's hard. Did so I would hear these songs like you know, Ah La La, by Kylie Minogue or or other people, or like remember that song, Ooh Ah Sexy Eyes. No. I'm gonna take you to paradise. Anyway, but um, you you uh, you heard. That I would hear more these like songs and go. As gay anthems, and you were still in the closet. I was still, you know, because I was like twelve. Yes. And 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 listening. Why oh, was so young? I wasn't. <laughs> I'm gonna confess. I wasn't twelve when Ah La La came out. I was an adult. I was, you know, rimming somebody in a bathroom stall to that song. Uh, while Thank Barbara Streisand was watching. <laughs> yes, she was giving me poppers. <laughs> you gotta take a popper. Um, uh, but but a lot of those songs, I would hear them as a kid and just go, you know, I would have to listen to them in secret because I was like, <gasps> I don't want to listen to gay music. Did you ever hear songs that you were into and then be afraid to like them openly because they were gay? No. No. I got to, uh, yeah, no, uh, not really because I had no idea. Well, when I was a teenager... And when it mattered what music you were listening to, yeah. uh, I had no idea what to feel. I, the, uh, because when I was 15, the best band in the world for me was Jethro Tull. Uh, really? Yes. Wow. Which is the best band in the world. I mean, have you listened yes, to I Lo- have. Locomotive Breath? It has the best uh, flute uh, solo ever in the history of music. But um, here's the thing. Uh, I ma- when I then later tar- started g- getting more social and went to mental school yeah. in Queno, my pretty much only friend was a gay man. And uh, so I kind of modeled my uh, musical taste after his because mm. he was cool. Yeah. So uh, a lot of my music, which I liked at the time, was I guess considered uh, like it was his music. I don't know if it was considered gay or something. He he really liked um, Delight. Groove yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, yeah. A really good song. And uh, but then, uh, but the ironic thing is when I started playing the things I thought was cool, he judged the fuck out of me. Oh. So when once this is like this is one of my guilty pleasures. Uh, like I had one guilty pleasure in my life and it's only a guilty pleasure because at the time a song was popular by the band uh, Cranberries yes Zombie Zombie yes and I really liked that Zombie song and I went out and bought the CD and he made so much fun of me that I returned the CD. Oh, no. I said, yes, I did. I said, oh, this is ridiculous. Why am I listening to this piece of shit? Oh, and that was the first time you ever had shade thrown at you. Yes. yes. From a bitchy queen. That was my virgin shade. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. Oh, I'm going to give you a round of applause for that one. Yeah, thank you. What was your much. question? Oh, yes. My question in Gay to Me Straight is, okay, here is a popular misconception in the world of straightness. Okay. The sex is over when the male participant in the straight sex is finished. 
What's it like when both participants are male? Um, we both finish. Oh, okay. Oh, what do you what, like? What do you mean like how? Are you asking like how long it takes or like if you if you are having sex uh -huh. with, uh, with an old man mm -hmm. and you come? I've been known to do it. Yes. Mm -hmm. You have come uh, had the orgasm uh, before the other one at some point. It does happen, even to a sex I, god I, like I, you. Everybody has moments where yeah. you're like, I can't hold it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what happens then? I think in my experience, like if you do what you can to finish them off. Mm -hmm. uh, but if, I mean, it's just like anybody. There, there, there are, are times when you you finish because you can't hold it anymore, mm -hmm. and and a lot of people get off on that, mm -hmm. uh, and you try and finish them off. And if you can't, then sometimes they just do it themselves, and you be there with them. So it's exactly like straight sex. Yeah. Yes. So we all learned something today. You be there with them. Maybe tweak a nipple. You know, give a kiss. Yes. But or get just get them on their way. You what? be you be like the the, the boxing get, coach. Get them on their way. So you give them you uh, give them the little squirt of water in their mouth and and you, and you 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 rub their shoulders yeah, you and go. It. You can do it. You can get there. Come on. Come on. <laughs> uh, do you have any particular tricks on getting them on their way? Like getting that to a destination? Yeah, I'm uh, only with penises, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, there is a bit. It, it doesn't matter if you're circumcised or not. It's where, um, so if if you're, if you own the penis and you're looking. If you own, yeah, yeah if you own yeah, the owner I'm of just the penis. Cause, cause I'm owning that penis. <laughs> like if it's your penis and you're looking down, uh, the underside, which if you're not circumcised is where the, the frenulum, which is the skin that attaches the foreskin to the yeah, yeah like the this penis, thing. Yeah, yeah, like the bit under your tongue. Yeah, around there. Yeah, regardless, the, the, thing, the thing that uh, Gene Simmons doesn't have. Yeah, he does not. He yeah. mustn't. He must have sliced it so he yes. could have that career. Do you think um, his penis matches his mouth? It doesn't matter. He's a bass player. Nobody cares. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm not saying anything. It's just like uh, because they have this air about like you know bass players are crazy and aloof and it, he doesn't need any of that because he's I already think bass a bass player. Players are the most coolest. Uh, That's what I'm saying. They're oh already yeah, okay, cool enough. Yeah. He didn't need the tongue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> they're so cool. They don't need. They the don't tongue. need the tongue. Yeah. They're cool. They can um, finish you off with the genitals. They can, they could do, like just look at you and you just <laughs> you know <laughs> bass players. <laughs> You know, oh. like they just look at the crowd and everyone just goes, ah! Um, but there's a bit, that bit, underneath. Uh, I just know like a, a, a couple of drummers that beg to differ. Okay, probably. Well, all drummers beg to differ with everybody. Um, I know nothing of fans. I've never been in one. Uh, but if you grab you the penis... You've been in some members of I've fans. been in some members of bands. I'm trying to educate. Yes, yeah, sorry. I'm just... Here's the thing. Uh... <laughs> Since I've started working with you, yeah, I've like we I, I addressed this thing in like our second episode, yeah. Because me as a straight man, I have been f I have been uh, a neitandi, neitandi, consumer. I have been a constant consumer of various uh, unoriginal gay jokes. 
So a lot of times when I'm talking with you and you say things like, I've never been in a band, I come up with a really unoriginal gay joke and send yeah. it right now. Do how how is it never tiring? No, because it just becomes. I think. I think when you are gay, you just become Wonder Woman to that. Like you just go. So I'm the Germans in that scene in Wonder you Woman. You are. You're the. And, and it's like, oh, like oh, oh, another bullet. Oh, great. Oh, yes. You know, it's it's like there's no work situation I've I've ever been in where unless I worked for a gay organization yeah. where somebody didn't go, I bet that's what he said, didn't he? You know, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. that is a beautiful thing, but you know, I've I, I feel sad that I'm the German in the World War analogy. Well, you could be better than the German. You could you could not like do the gay jokes. You you do you ever find you could you level up? Have I ever said like a gay joke that you find funny? Yes, I just don't remember it. <laughs> but I have. You have. You've yes. said several that were funny. I yes. just I just I just often find like people make these stupid gay references or the worst thing and I've I've noticed a lot because I have been booked at weddings a lot to mm -hmm. do stand up. Yeah. And uh, I have also noticed something that used to happen to me at weddings which is when the bride's gay best friend comes to the wedding and he's automatically locked with the groom's cousin who's also gay. Yeah. And it's, you talked about this, the panda in the cage. Yeah, the panda cage. Panda cage situation yes. where they just go, he's gay, you're gay, off you go. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but it, does, it, just be, it doesn't mean we're going to love each other. Remember when we were at the dinner party and there was this one other gay person? Yeah. And the Who was a Trump supporter and anti-socialized yes. healthcare. And I could not hold it in. Yes. And, I and he was gay and I, could, I held it in for as long as I could. And I could not hold it in anymore. Yeah. Uh, so you just squirted and then you had to finish him off. Yes. Yeah. And the way to finish him off was to find that little frenulum under the penis. <laughs> and it you it just happened again. It happened again. I did a stupid, I just, you said something and I came up with a really And I just go with it because yes. that's how I've gotten every gig I've ever had to. Because uh, as a gay comedian, I have to work 20 times harder than a straight one. Yeah, but you know, I, yeah, here's the one thing I would like to stop doing. Uh, like in our relationship, when uh, in, in our comedy, now I'm turning 40, so I'm... Officially adult, you know. Uh, in f in 14 minutes. In 14 minutes. Yeah. So if I do another thing like that after midnight uh -huh. and uh, in the rest of our life, you should kind of point it out to me because I don't want to do the on and it's tacky. It's I not. It's not because it's yeah. homophobic or un PC. It's because it's tacky. But I it's think a stupid I joke. Think I get it. But I think I'm the worst person to point it out because it is so. It doesn't register to me. Yeah. Because I've had it since I was 14 years old. Yes, I, I don't. So I, I know it doesn't really compare, but it's similar when people do like a nerd joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but I, but I, they weren't. No. I don't. So you need to find a third party to point it out because I don't even notice it. Okay. But I think before you turn 40, we should answer some of this mountain yes, of questions. Let's do that. In the ants of agony. The ants of agony. Quite a meaningful podcast tonight, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, because I thought we were going into like unfunny territory because I was having a bit of a midlife crisis, so I thought we should have it meaningful. 
Oh God. Okay. Um, my boyfriend tried to trim his eyebrows earlier today and uh, realized so uh, he will never remember that one. <laughs> I will if he fucked them up. Um, and realized he fucked them up. Okay, so I will. Um, what does he do to make his face less asymmetrical? Shave the same part of the w- this one, and there's a picture of how he fucked them up. Uh huh. We'll put this on the Facebook page, so make sure we keep this. Go full Jared Leto and shave them fully, or look like a psycho. I have a shaved eyebrow story. If you're gonna shave your eyebrows, I once had to. I I in a former life I was an actor. I was classically trained, meaning I worked at McDonald's. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I did have an actual gig a, in a theatre show in Australia where I had to shave my eyebrows off because I had to play five characters. One was a woman. I also had to lose 20 kilos for the role. You've heard this story. Mm-hmm. And I had to shave off my eyebrows, and instead of painting them on every day, I just wore a hat. Because if people couldn't see my hair, they thought I had cancer and left me alone. Oh. But if they could see my hair, they noticed I'm starting to realize now. Yeah, did you use that lesson in the class? No, I didn't. Or Val Gibson? (laughs) No, I did not. But. And that's how you fake cancer. But if you do have asymmetrical eyebrows, um, you can just use pencil or, or powder to f- uh, thin it out. Have an amusing story, own it, or remember one thing a makeup artist once taught me about eyebrows, which is they're sisters, not twins. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Question mark a sweppy tharf till a comast out nothing matters, Steve. How many mushrooms do you need to get to the nothing matters stage? It was half a handful. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yes. Yeah. And eat it out of my hand. Oh, you got a birthday card. It says happy birthday. It and it's an old man with a cane. Uh, which looks exactly I'll like I'll put me. that in my pocket so we can put it on the page. Okay. Return. All right. Hulli, when you wrote the comic for the phone book, where did you get your inspo? I read it like uh, six times. It was so funny. A devoted fan of yours. Uh, I remember when I wrote the comic for the phone book, uh, the people who hired me said, please don't do any grandmother rape jokes. That's the, ac- that's the actual thing that they said because they had read uh, a lot of my uh, uh, stories and they said don't do any rape jokes or any uh, like uh, child molestation jokes or domestic violence jokes or cannibalist jokes so when you leave out that doesn't leave you a lot yes but that if you only have those then you have like uh, just uh, like three or four things and you just make a story out of that and that's how it happens this one says I usually miss it when you tell your fisting story could you please tell it? Also, would you make out with Hulle with great love from a devoted fan? Um, I don't think I would make out with you. 
No, it's not. It's not. It we're not it's there. No. no, no, because we could do it for like a humor's sake, but, but it, it, would it would be tacky. It would be tacky. It's yes. not organic. It no. didn't happen because no. we wanted it we to. We should do it while on MDMA. Yeah, and the fisting, <laughs> the fisting story. Uh, to put it very quickly for you, it was my thirty-first birthday. I lost an expensive watch. <laughs> If I orgasm during sex and my partner doesn't, should I help them <laughs> help them orgasm, or can I just go to sleep? Didn't we already answer? That I think question? I think the correct answer is, if we're being honest, you should offer to, and sometimes they don't want you to help them. Yes. So yeah. Sorry, I'm being serious. Yeah. Try well, not it's better to be than negative. When you were black yeah. How do you tell if a coworker is flirting with you or actually into you? Well, when they're into you, sometimes they're in you. Yes, and that's how to do a not tacky joke. Yeah. I don't know. How do you tell? Elaborate on grind. Okay, here's one okay, for you. Okay, okay, Elaborate okay. on grinder in Iceland versus grinder in Australia. Uh, Grinder in Iceland is 10 people screaming into the void waiting for a foreigner to land on the rock so that they can bag them, tag them, and let them go. Australia is the real world. <laughs> in Reykjavik, how many gay men can I shag before getting a reputation? Just one. That's you, it. Yeah, That's you can't elaborate. So, so it's like the Hunger Games. You just need one. I and 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 I mean there was. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll be frank. You're about to turn forty. Mm -hmm. I'll reveal the truth. There was a period of my life about a year ago where I decided I would no longer date Icelanders. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Nobody cared. Um. And that was because. Uh, there's this, I mean, you have this Kvidmaur culture uh, where Kvidmaur means belly brother-in-law. It basically means if two people have had sex with the same person. It works fine for the straight people, but I, I personally don't believe, and I may get in trouble for saying this later because this will be recorded uh, with the gay community who will crucify me for saying this. I don't think it actually works in the gay culture here because um, you have sex with one person, they like it, they don't, they form an opinion of you. It is toxic. It just goes everywhere. And I got sick of going to the only gay bar in Iceland, being the only gay comedian in Iceland, <laughs> and having feeling eyes on me. Uh, feeling eyes? Yeah, you could, like, I would walk, I walked in there once with my flatmate, who is now lives in the Netherlands, and he, I used to tell him stories about how people were saying things about me because I walked down the stairs at the same time with another guy. You know, we went our separate ways. I was just next to him as he walked down the stairs. And, and he would be like, I don't believe you. Went to Kiki with him once, the only gay bar in Iceland. And in five minutes, he was like, I get it. Because yeah. I walked in and people like the Icelandic gays were watching me. And right. they were watching what I did, who I spoke to, what I was saying, speaking to each other. It was weird. It was like being in high school. It was stupid. Yeah, so and so like I just went, well, I'm not going to date Icelanders. I'll just remove myself from the pool. Dear John, um, oh. when was the... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's about you. It's your birthday. No, it's don't, uh, d please don't worry okay. about it. Uh, people will forget about me as soon after midnight. Uh, <laughs> Dear Jono, when was the last time you changed your Grinder photo? 
I don't have Grinder anymore. Grinder, Grinder folder. I, I just worked out the other day. Next month, I will have been in a relationship for half a year. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm judging from the 1st of May. I think we decided it was the 1st of May. So uh, if I'm still on there, it's a glitch. I'd love to see the picture. <laughs> or if someone's using my account and my name, good luck. I didn't have any luck on it. If you are, good for you. Uh, the next one. Oh, yes. Oh, it's in Icelandic. Uh, it looks like Icelandic mis- with Norwegian. It's terrible. I just can't do it. Spikfnikur. Something about a question. It's, uh, I think, um, I guess, uh, if this person is having a stroke, it's, t- uh, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's kind of three questions that go like, fat smell? Toe mm. mushrooms on balls? Or on scrotum? To be cross-eyed. Uh, I think uh, the l- fourth question was supposed to be, will you date me? <laughs> I don't think I will. I think you sh- it's your turn. How is it to have sex with an elf? Uh, how is it to have sex with an elf? According to the legends, you won't live to see the tale. Yes, if you do it on Threatondin. Mm. <laughs> how often is considered normal showering uh, in Iceland well that was a shock to me because there were some gamey penises when I got here just because I just want to let you know just because it's a cold country doesn't mean you don't have to roll back that foreskin yes but the layer of dirt makes it warmer <laughs> and smell like fermented shark uh I don't know. I'm the wrong person to ask because I come from a country where you should do it twice a day. Who should I vote for in the next parliamentary election? I'm not registered to vote here. Yes. (laughs) And I wish I wasn't either. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What tips do you have for having sex on an airplane? Why? It's such a tiny You've space. You've had sex on an airplane. With myself? Yes. I loved I loved it. And I think I'm allowed to share. I've shared this story before. I, we, we were coming back from San Francisco, and we talked about, does the Mile High Club count if you're alone? And uh, I said to Bilga, I just masturbated on a plane. And she said, so did I. Yes, and I was on that airplane, and they didn't tell me about their thing. And are we starting a countdown? I think it's uh, like one minute to uh, the rest of my life. Okay, I have to uh, put my fingerprint in. Oh, damn technology, it's frozen. Where's your phone? Frozen? Uh, Do you want to build a snowman? Okay, okay, so... uh, Oh, I miss an old watch now, so we could do a five-second countdown. I don't know. Uh, can we do a, like a countdown, or should I don't we just know. watch the Can you the change it to an analog? Analog. I don't know how phones work. <laughs> I'm forty. 
Okay, it's still 23.59, yeah. I'm guessing. And now I, I guess we, could, we, we just wait just uncomfortably. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I want to do a thing out of this. We shouldn't just... Yeah. Oh! Wait, 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 wait. Hunaf malitak, hanaf malitak, hanaf malitak. Okay, okay. So, Hule, you're now 40. Can we have one more round of applause for him? How do you feel? <sighs> Just, you know, like, like, I mean, you've, you've passed a, a big milestone of life. You've, I mean, you've achieved a lot. You still have a lot of life, hopefully, to go. How do you, uh, <laughs> how do you feel? I got this uh, feeling mm -hmm. inside my bones. Yeah. It goes electric uh -huh. maybe when I turn it on. Right. All through my city. Uh-huh. All through my home. Mm. We're flying up, no ceiling when we're in the zone. I, I got, got that sunshine in my pocket, got, got that, that good soul in my feet, feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Woo! I can take my eyes above it, moving so phenomenally. <laughs> Roman lock the way you rock it, so don't stop. And under the lights, when everything goes, nowhere to hide when. I'm getting in close. When we move, you already know. Just imagine. Just imagine. Just imagine. Just imagine. Nothing, Nothing I, I can see with you but your dance, dance, dance. Feeling good, no, good, no, good, don't no, creep no, so no, Just dance, dance, dance. All the things I shouldn't do to dance, 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 baby. Ain't nobody leaving soon to keep dancing. Can't stop the feeling. So just dance, dance, dance. Can't stop the feeling. Just dance, dance, dance. Okay. Yeah, there's no different at all. Cool. Happy 40th. Thank you. Should they keep on doing uh, the whole uh, 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 people that have uh, questions left? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, happy birthday, old man Hulli. <laughs> okay, this one. I'm colorblind on green, so what color is the forest? Asking for a friend. It is the color of, uh, uh, well, the color of. Of forest. I mean, forests are green and brown, which I think for red-green colorblindness looks the um, same. Can I see this again? Yeah. 
What color is the forest? The forest. I'm the color plant of green. So what color is the forest? The forest. It is the color of chaos, murder, and nothingness. <laughs> that so was Werner Herzog. I am in love with my best. <gasps> we have a good one here. Okay. <laughs> so I am in love with my best friend's best friend. That's uh, the title. That of is a big tree there. That's the title of a Julia Roberts movie yes. if, if she wasn't over 40. <laughs> and we're all three meeting up this weekend. What should I do? Okay, let me just get my head around the relationship. Best friend. So I'm in love with my best friend's best... Yeah, My it's first it's question is why comedies. is your best friend not reciprocating the best friendship <laughs> and they're best friends with somebody else? This is the true question to ask there. Yeah? Figure that out first. Because maybe your best friend is not where the best friendship <gasps> oh, is best life. Jonathan! Okay. I have the holy grail of answer because bagging. i was worried about asking like stupid questions i've been worried about asking uh -huh. stupid questions in gay to Mr. somebody asked a stupid question didn't they? it is the ultimate stupid question <laughs> it is the douchiest wonder woman is ready i am diana this one's a douchey <laughs> to mr aussie that's the that's the first part of the question <laughs> to mr aussie because you've probably been asked this before. This is like, this is like, I don't know. An everyday question for me? Yeah, this is like, this is so mainstream. This is, this is the Beatles of the questions. This is the Titanic of the questions. Is this like, if you were a professional interviewer, would this be the question where I just go like, all Amy Schumer or Amy Poehler on, on your ass and go, is that the question? Yes. Okay. Yes, right. it's one of those. Seeing as you're into men, go on. Do you get turned on by still oh God? <laughs> I remember thinking like this when I was like eleven. Seeing as I'm into men. Yes. Do you get turned on by seeing your own and also the way? <laughs> like the phrasing. Because there are so many, so many phrases, for so many phrases for penises yeah. in this world. Because I was walking along with my super hot lady friend uh -huh. uh, uh, next to uh, the new Sundhöllin. And uh, she is an architect and she is uh, fascinated by the whole process. And I was fascinated by one thing, a graffiti. Uh -huh. Like they had built this whole new wing to uh, our local swimming pool. Yeah. And it was beautiful, but some uh, very creative uh, street artist had uh, written Skoivi. <laughs> he had written Skoivi on the side what of the... What does that mean? It means dick, but yeah. it's not the first, like, it's not... It's if not you tepe. If no, if you would ask me, how do you say penis in Icelandic, I wouldn't say Skoivi. You'd say tepe. I would say tepe yeah, or tepe. Uh, oh, tepe is rug. Yeah. Tepe, I yeah, get yes, them confused. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Yeah, you shouldn't get rug so and Often I've had them both together, you yes. know. <laughs> rug and tippy. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. Because oh, no. I mean, like, tippy on a tepe. Yeah. 
But an actual tepe, not but like... But rug, it means... Yeah, I get, I, I'm realizing this now. Yes. I've talked myself into a weird corner. Was Barbara Streisand watching? She was. She gave me poppers. <laughs> okay, so, as a gay yeah, man... So you have many things to say about... Uh, uh, say instead of tepe, you could say... Treole uh, or Dele or Bjarnabel. But you could uh, also... But this one... Like, uh, name three things you could call a penis in English. Uh, ding dong, willy, doodle. <laughs> I think this might also be an Australian then. Because the question is, to, to Mr. Aussie, maybe it's a Kiwi. I have a name. <laughs> By the way, I was booked. At a, I just have to say this. I was booked. This is, uh, okay. Just want to let you guys know. I was booked at a wedding on last weekend. It was wonderful, beautiful, but the sole purpose I was booked to do comedy there was the bride was half New Zealander or half Kiwi. And I said to my agent, our agent, I said, why did they book me? And he said, because she's from New Zealand. And I said, but that isn't the same country as Australia. And he said, whatever, it's the same part of the world. That's what they want. And that's what everyone at this wedding was. And I told them that would be like an American wedding needing a Danish comedian because the bride is Icelandic. <laughs> Just think about that. And I've spent the first 10 minutes of my uh, 40s uh, listening to us talking about penis. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, <coughs> it's a sign of things to come. There's no joke there. <laughs> okay. Seeing as you're into men, uh -huh. do you get turned on by seeing your own dong? <laughs> you said ding dong, so you're, ding you're, dong. you're actually one, like three letters more creative than this person. <laughs> uh, one I letter, really. I don't get turned on by my own penis any more than anyone. This is really fascinating. I never thought about it really before. So, uh, I mean, do you get turned on by your own penis? I no, get turned on by when it's hard and it feels nice. I do get turned on by vaginas uh, because they're not my dong. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're the ding. I don't think my own. And I go, ding dong. <laughs> They're the ding, you're the dong. I promised not to do stupid jokes after I 40. like them. I think they're good. Give him a round of applause. Yeah. This is what I'm gonna, this is my set. This is my stand-up set from now on. From now on, now on yes. ding and dong. Hey, if a penis is a dong, then a vagina is a ding, then ding dong. <laughs> Why don't you get some props to add to that as well? Yes, yes. That's you become uh, the carrot that, top that of That will save my career. Which doesn't need saving. Um, oh, thank you. That's very kind. That's even more kind than when you said I was thin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't get turned on by my own penis. Uh, in fact, I but think. Do just you get that question a lot? Yeah. And this is like a stupid When you question. see yourself in the mirror, do you think it's hot? No, because I don't have but narcissistic it's so, it's personality. So, it's so disorder. amazing because if that was were the case. Why would I need to have if sex with yeah, anyone else? If gay people would actually get turned on by their own bodies, they would just lock them. Uh, lock they would just go to the next mirror hall. Okay, but here's a, here's a thing straight men don't understand about gay men, okay? Oh, yeah, yes. We're yes. turned on by the male physique, 
However, we have the same insecurities about our body bodies that you do. Mm. So when a guy is looking at his his stomach or or chest or dick, and it's like it's not flat enough, it's not muscly enough, it's not big enough, it's not fat enough, it's not like all of those things. We have that as well, and we're attracted to the same body. Yeah, I get it. If I had like a, a vagina on my forearm. Mm. Uh, and I would actually get turned on by it. I would just start fucking my forearm. You want it? Uh, I but would. The fact that makes uh, a genital attractive is the fact that it's not on you. It's a different. It's a. It's a different. <laughs> oh God. Well, I was just gonna say, <laughs> as a gay man, you understand body dysmorphia because only as a gay man can you be in love with somebody who has a bigger dick than you, and you're okay with it. Peace out, motherfuckers. <laughs> and happy birthday, Hulu! Skemmtilega alvarpstætti á nútímin.is Takk fyrir að hlusta